Hi, this is Sophie Daly from the Mustang Express. I'm here interviewing Miss Harzer, who is a art teacher here at Brick Memorial and runs our art club. Um, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. We're going to start our interview. What was your first job? My, well, I had many jobs. I was a babysitter, of course, probably from the time I was 10. But my very first job was at a Carvel on Route 537 near um, Great Adventure, which is now Six Flags many, many years ago. What was your first car? My first car, I mentioned this once before, I I always had hand-me-down cars. I had a, um, a Volare, it was a station wagon with uh, wood fake panels. And because I, I was saying this to someone that a little bit of um, a quick bit of information is I never had a parent that I lived with who drove a car because my mom was blind since birth, legally blind. So I just was, I didn't even get my license till I was about 19 and I inherited cars. And I just to this day worry that I have a car that gets me from point A to point B. I never really valued it other than a form of transportation to get where I'm going safely. As an art teacher, what was your college major? Um, I originally went for pre-med. I thought I would do medical illustration or psychobiology. I went to Carnegie Mellon and then I left school and ended up, uh, I left that university and ended up at Mount Holyoke and then was a theology major and art history and some studio art. And uh, it was never my intention to pursue art or become an educator. If you're not teaching, what would your profession be? I would certainly be an artist. I would go back and just pursue art fully and, um, you know, travel around the world and paint and, you know, get my art into museums. I didn't start painting till I was 45. It wasn't until I started teaching at almost 38 that it kind of reignited that belief in you should trust your gut and do what you love. And um, once I started seeing my students and the creativity, I ended up loving art again and then got my graduate degree at 50. I got my master's in painting from SCAD and then got into museums and traveled and did residencies. And so I'd go back and just be an artist. Didn't you recently do a painting in Asbury Park? I did. I did a mural. Uh, I did a mural pro the mural program. I have one here that I teach. And I finally someone said, why don't you try to do it professionally? So I did an open call and got accepted. And it was re I was the oldest uh, artist painting there, but it was very cool to meet street artists from North Jersey and New York. And it was a great opportunity to make my work public. What job would you never want? Oh, I would never want to work in the elements. I always feel uh, great empathy and sympathy for people that are out in sub-zero weather or in excruciating heat. And I probably would never work in the medical field with patients because I feel like I have a lot of uh, my siblings and nieces and nephews, they do work in hospitals. And I feel like I would uh, emotionally not be able to disconnect because I always feel like I have great sympathy and empathy even for my students. So I don't know that I could function without being distressed all the time and feeling badly. Didn't you start as pre-med though? I did. Well, that's illustration. And I knew I would do, if I had to do it, you know, when you take those, um, those tests and they try to assess what you'd be good at. And mine is always a medical, like research. I would be in a facility alone in a lab or something, but I don't think I could work with patients because I would feel terribly, especially with children. What's your favorite kind of cheese? <laughs> 
I I love smelly cheeses. Anything that smells and that people are really offended by, I don't know why. Um, I'm not big on American cheese or anything plain. It has to have like a bite to it and, you know, it permeates the, you know, the air around you. And there have been people that come in and are, have an aversion to what I'm eating, whether it's uh, blue cheese or like Parmesan or there's many, but anything that smells, I know that sounds strange, but what's your favorite sound? I love the sound of the ocean. I love many of those like soothing sounds, children laughing, uh, the sound of the ocean, rain. I love the sound of rain on the rooftop or leaves blowing. And those are the days I think I just want to paint and sit and read. So it's comforting. What's your least favorite sound? Um, screaming, shrill voices. Um, I I don't think I could ever be a phys ed teacher because I walk into it's like overstimulation, whistles, screaming, shouting. I like it in short, um, you know, short bursts, but I don't think I could handle that. What are you binging right now? Either TV or book or? Uh, I I was watching White Lotus. I wait till like, you know, because the, they, they're unveiled every Sunday. It's a little racy for me this season, but um I actually, I was thinking about this. I tend to binge watch comedians. I was watching Jim Gaffigan and Sebastian and I love having, I feel like sometimes comedians are the most intelligent people and they're humorous and they, they're just, um, yeah, like that somehow. I love it as background noise and I like podcasts. I'm listening to The Devil Within that also it's a little dark, but you know, it's interesting. As teachers, you guys can't curse. So what's your favorite curse substitution? Oh, geez. <laughs> geez. Okay. Um, I uh, I try not to curse. There are times I've, it's, I've had little slips, but flippity gibbet or, you know, nothing really, nothing really big. They know. Flipping is a big one for me, but that's, um, yeah, I try not to do it. You're given a... $10,000, but you must spend it on something for the students at Brick Memorial High School. What are you, what are you buying? I would just, I, again, there's so many things. I would love to have an environment, whether it's interior or exterior, that's dedicated to you where you can kind of go sit. You know, you think about lounges, like, you know, like uh, Barnes and Noble, where you mm -hmm. hang out and you're comfortable or outside where you can really sit and be shaded with cool umbrellas and seating and just, you know, connect with your friends. Kind of reminds me on those like Netflix shows that you see with teens. Yeah, like something where I feel like, so you don't feel like you're always in this institutional place, not that Brick Memorial feels institutional, but I mean that you, something beautiful. Or I also thought about, I would love to have a true maker space where there's an open area where you guys could come in and if you want to sew or paint or sit or make and just, or write and, um, you're free to do that. If you're dying tomorrow, what are you doing today? I am grabbing my children, Robert and Christina, and now my adopted dog from um, Ecuador and just getting on a plane and going somewhere really beautiful with them and hanging out and like Rome or Barcelona or where I'm surrounded by art and good food and just get to be with my kids. That's all our questions today. Thank you for answering them. Thanks. Again, this is Sophie Daly at the Mustang Express. And thank you for listening. Thank you, Sophie. It was a pleasure. I feel honored.
Hey, Mustangs, this is Mr. Stefanelli, and I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us for another episode of the Mustang Express podcast. Please remember to follow or subscribe to our podcast so you will always know when there is a new episode. Be sure to tell your friends and family to listen as well. And if you have an idea for an episode, you want to be on an episode, or you just want to help create great content, come see Mr. Stefanelli or one of the student staff members of the Mustang Weekly. And remember that every day is a great day to be a Mustang.